This Voice of the Arts podcast is made possible thanks to the Carnegie Museum of Art. You are listening to WQED's Voice of the Arts podcast. I'm Emily Bruner, and today we have the Executive Director of Film Pittsburgh, Catherine Spitz-Cohen. Welcome, Catherine. Thank you so much for having me, Emily. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. So we got a lot to talk about today because um, there's many things happening in Film Pittsburgh. Um, but the first thing we want to talk about is the um, Three Rivers Film Festival, which is happening November 8th. Um, and goes on until uh, the 19th, but it includes the Pittsburgh shorts. So we got this overlapping. It's going to be fun. Lots of films, all, all two festivals going on. Um, so, Catherine, how many films will be showcased in the Three Rivers Festival? So Three Rivers is our features, international mm-hmm. features. Um, but that doesn't mean they can't be from the U.S. It just <laughs> means that we have films from the U.S. and all over. And 22 films will be playing at four different venues. Wow. So our main venue is the Harris Theater downtown. It's part of the Pittsburgh Cultural Trust. And then we also have opening night at Point Park University's Pittsburgh Playhouse. Mm -hmm. And then we have two satellites. We have the Lindsay Theater in Swickley and Waterworks in Fox Chapel. Wow. Okay. So kind of all over. Um, So you don't always have to cross a bridge if you don't want to. Right. And we hope that people from all over um, find a venue or a film that they like and join us. Yeah. That's going to be very exciting. 22 films all over the world, um, not just the U.S. So there'll be some international ones as well. And how do you, because you said you watched all of them. So how do you go about (laughs) choosing which ones to showcase? Well, that's a great question. We have a very... um, simple, actually. I was going to say complex, but it's not complex. It's a simple process. Um, Films are submitted to us. We hear about films that we go out and recruit, but they all go through our process, which is we have a large number of volunteer previewers, and um, we have at least two previewers watch every single film. And then our director of programming, Paul Sloop, watches everything that comes in also. So there's three people watch each film, but those those volunteers are different. You know, we have 60 or 70 wow. previewers. And then um, I come in at the end and watch, you know, like the, the films that have all been scored really well. And, um, and then we, Paul and I, select the the lineup. Wow. And is there a number that you try to hit or is 22 just happen to be the number that you picked this year? Um, it's not the same every year, but, you know, we took into consideration the number of venues that we have and the slots available to us. And then also the films that we really wanted to play. Yeah. Yeah. And most of them range from about an hour and a half to like two hours? Yeah, it's so interesting. I I was having this conversation recently after somebody was talking about the length of the new Martin Scorsese film. (laughs) And, um, you know, it seems to me, having done this job for a very long time, that the trend now is to make longer films. So I think we have a film that's 133 minutes. So it's a little over two hours. But um, most of the films that we're showing... Actually, I think we have one or two short ones also, um, a couple docs um, mm-hmm. that we're showing that are a little bit on the shorter side. Um, but uh, most of the films are around, like you said, you know, hour and a half, yeah, so two hours. Not, yeah. not too bad. Perfect for families. Perfect for people who want to go in. Um, and these these films are range in genre. So you didn't have like a 
let's say like a theme that you went out and picked. It was just kind of like, all right, these are the ones that we like the best. And here's how we're going to curate what plays after. Exactly. We're actually looking for a lot of different things when we are curating. So there's not just one item or one theme, as you mentioned. Um, we are actually looking for a range of topics and themes and styles of filmmaking. And um, we believe that Pittsburghers deserve to be um, able to see films like this and are very, you know, just thrilled to be able to provide that platform. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, documentaries, um, there's, you know, Norway is a country that you guys represented, which is really cool. Um, I'm per I actually, there's one where I'm like really excited about the Karen Carpenter documentary. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. And her music is in it. I love She's singing music. in it. Um, she did a, um, I don't know if it was a podcast because maybe podcasts weren't even a thing then, but she, um, there's tapes of her speaking to someone um, and talking about her, um, you know, her situation at that time. And you, you just hear her talking just like I'm talking to you now. And it, they were discovered. They were never before heard oh. voice tapes. So it's that and the, it's her story and it's her songs and ugh. It's such a great documentary. I loved it. Oh, I'm so excited. I mean, how can you not like her songs? They're beautiful. So, <laughs> And uh, another another film that catched my eye was the Titanic uh, film. Oh, my goodness. Unsinkable. Unsinkable. Yes, because it's filmed all in Pittsburgh. I have never seen a film where I have known so many people in it. <laughs> it was so great to watch, you know. And yes, it was shot here. I think it was delayed a little bit because of the pandemic. And I think there's just such interest in the film. Both screenings are sold out or close to being sold wow. out. And um, so, yeah, the um, opening night uh, screening is going to be such an amazing time because we have a huge theater and, um, you know, the director and producer and actors oh, are going to wow. be there and we're going to have a big party afterwards so <laughs> it's a great coming together of all sorts of Pittsburgh things that we get to Three Rivers gets to a uh, world premiere yeah this film that was shot here. Oh, wow. World premiere even. That's amazing. And that's going to kick off the festival. What Correct. Wow. Yeah. So that's on November 8th. Right. Um, that's exciting. Wow. It's just a great way to kick it off. With exactly. A, a, a film that was made here. Right. It's I, What I'm trying to say is that we don't always have that opportunity. No, yeah. 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 So it just worked out well. Oh, that's so great. The So the Three River Film Festival will end on November 15th. So it's 8th to the 15th. Correct. So that the first eight days of our festival palooza, <laughs> if you will, is uh, the 8th through the 15th. And then we go right into Pittsburgh Shorts. Yeah, not even a break. Go right nope, into Pittsburgh right. Shorts. And that starts on the 16th. Yeah. Um, and that goes till the 19th, so it's three days. And how many short films are you featuring? Uh, I believe it's 119. Oh, wow. Um, and they're shown in blocks. So there's, um, there's different, you know, like we have nine different blocks of films showing Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm sorry, Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it's four days, mm -hmm. Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then we end with best of the fest. Uh -huh. And so we, that night we offer our, we announce our jury prizes. Mm -hmm. uh, the winners receive a thousand dollar check. 
And then we also announce our audience awards. Mm. Um, And we'll have 30 to 40 filmmakers from all over with us because we're during Pittsburgh Shorts, we also do a script competition and a filmmaker conference. Yes, you have so many things going on. Right, all at one time. So these filmmakers that come in, we really keep them busy. In the morning, they have conference sessions with industry insiders, really amazing folks that we have coming in. Um, including Steve Stark, who's the executive producer of a couple of TV shows you would know, Wednesday and A Handmaid's Tale. Oh, yes. And we also have Justine Bateman, whose name might ring a bell from when she was a young actor. She was on um, Family Ties. Mm. Family Ties? Yeah. 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 Um, and so we're excited. She's going to talk about um, artificial intel, you know, AI as it pertains to actors. Well, and that's a hot topic it's, right now. So. Uh, yeah. So that is open to everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, The Filmmaker Conference, uh, all of this information can be found on our website. And the films, uh, it's interesting to talk about how we program the films. Um, Some film festivals, shorts film festivals, do present a block around a theme. But we we don't. We take our audience members on a an emotional journey. So you'll see a documentary, a, a drama, a comedy, an animated film, and and we take you on an emotional journey. So you're not always up or always down. It's it's really like a little bit of a roller coaster, mm-hmm. and very very enjoyable way to watch short films. Yeah. And so that's why we do it that way. And then uh, the closing night, best of the fest, is super fun because you know you guys have voted the audience has voted on their favorites and we show um some of those and we show some of the jury prize winners and um so that's a super fun time the other thing i didn't talk about it which is part of pittsburgh shorts is in addition to films we have a short film uh script competition so these scripts are 15 pages or less and then the winning scripts have readings, live readings by local professional actors. Oh, wow. And um, so that's a just a really cool um, event also, and that happens that final Sunday. Yeah, wow, that's what a great way to, uh, to get some script development in and get some feedback on up-and-coming shorts that you might see in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm, exactly. And in fact, two of the films that we're playing in Pittsburgh shorts were award winners in our script competition in previous years. Well, there you go. See? (laughs) You're feeding the machine. Exactly. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, And do you know who the finalists are yet for the script competition? We do. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's secret. (laughs) Well, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, And that'll be a big big highlight. And I love how you don't, with the shorts, um, you don't do it around a theme. Because I, when I go see film festivals and it's around a theme, I get fatigued by about halfway through. You know, I'm so glad you're saying that because I feel the same way. And my best example of that is um, I went to a shorts film festival. I was in a block and they try to come up with like cutesy names, but it really was a block, a block about ver- some subject that was very depressing or dark and by the middle of it honestly I was so exhausted and done Mm -hmm. that I felt like it didn't do justice to the other filmmakers that that you know came in the second half of the block because I was already so spent from the first half and so we don't want to 
we don't want to do that to our audience. We don't want to sort of bang you over the head with a, a theme. We want to have you experience a lot of different themes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then you get a smattering, a smorgasbord of what what is offered in this right in this you know um, festival. Because otherwise, you go and you see all of the same genre, and then you're like, well, I really like dramas too. I guess I got to go to that block too, right? But right. You yeah. just pick a block at random yeah. and you're like, ha Yeah. Now we are offering some different types of blocks virtually. Mm. For example, a documentary block. Oh. Because there's just, there were so many great documentaries this year and every block in person has a documentary in it. Mm-hmm. But there were so many more that we decided to group them together and just make them a virtual block of documentaries. So sometimes we do that. We have a comedy block uh, that we're offering virtually Virtually. also. Again, there are so many comedies, but if you're only showing nine blocks before you get to that best of the fest, then, you know, you you need a place for them. So that's, it's really a phenomenal way to see films that you would never have the opportunity to see Um, Most of these films will not end up on Netflix or in some way that you would be able to see them. So um, I really highly encourage people to take advantage of it. You can come to a single event or you can buy a pass. Six packs are available until November 6th. Other passes, you can get an all-in-person pass to Three Rivers, an all-in-person pass to Pittsburgh Shorts, a combo in-person and virtual pass, just a virtual pass. So there's a lot of different options in terms of passes, and they're such a great deal. So if you are going to come to a few films, it's check out the pass situation because we give really steep discounts to oh, them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and um, there's also a student deal as well oh, for yeah. single tickets. Absolutely. So we started doing this a, a maybe within the last year, but all student tickets. You need a student ID. They're not available in advance. You just show up at the door, um, are $5. And the only risk you take is if something is sold out. Right. Um, but most things are not sold out yet. And um, you can always call and ask about that. But mm-hmm. um, student tickets are $5 with ID at the door. And also we're doing a 25 and under oh. $10 ticket Wow. at the door. With an ID. Wow, that's really nice. Yeah. I'm not a student anymore, and I'm like, ah, I can't do any of the student discounts. Yeah, <laughs> right. But, but that's awesome. It's great. You know, yeah, I mean, we're just wanting to try to get as many young people to come as possible because the films are great. Yeah. And, and, you know. Yeah, and, and young people uh, want to see these films, especially those who want to work in the industry or just are passionate about films right. in general. I mean, as you said, a lot of them are not going to streaming. Um, right. So only yeah. place to watch it. Right. Um, and a number of the short films also go on. You know, again, we're showing 119. We had, you know, over 600 submitted. Um, but a number of them, not a huge number, but a number of them will go on to be shortlisted for the Academy Award. There are three short film awards handed out at the Oscars. Yeah. Best live action, which we call narrative, best documentary, and best animation short film. And a number of our films that we're playing here now in November will go on to be shortlisted and then perhaps nominated and perhaps even win. 
So in our short time doing Pittsburgh shorts, no pun intended, we've had six Oscar winners. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Including our best live action last year. Wow. Yeah. That's really incredible. Yeah. Trendsetters are we. Well, I just like to think that we have good taste. (laughs) (laughs) I think you do too. Um, And that's really great that you're able to offer some virtually as well. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. And and it's not the same amount of films. Like you can't do all 22 virtually because of like copyright. Well, it's right. You know, a lot of, our hands are tied. A lot of people ask, why can't we show everything? It's because distributors won't let us. And there are some distributors that will only allow or filmmakers, we're dealing with distributors and filmmakers, and there are some that just will not allow us to play the films virtually. Mm-hmm. And so we're really dependent on who will allow us to do so. Yeah, yeah. But the virtual pass is still worth it if you, uh, uh, yep. oh yeah, if you want to go see it. Um, and as, a, as somebody who's a regular moviegoer and who's seen a couple film festivals, um, to people who might not go to a film festival very regularly, why is a film festival like kind of the best experience you could possibly experience? I, I always think of it, not only are the films great, um, you know, I encourage you to read the the descriptions so that you're going to something that sounds good to you because, like I said, there is a range. But what makes a film festival great is that oftentimes there are guests, there's filmmakers in attendance, there's Q&As. You can go up and talk to the director and have a, you know, a conversation, which you cannot have when you're sitting on your couch. So um, it's an experience. You come, you hang out, you talk about films with people that you may not know. Um, It's, it's just a, it's the experience of it. And seeing a film as it was intended to be watched on a big screen um, is just, there's nothing like it. So, um, but I just thought of another film that I hope you thought about and maybe we'll come see. It's called Citizen Sleuth. Yes. It's about a podcast. Yeah. It's about a true crime podcaster. Right. Right. And she's coming. Oh, the podcaster (laughs) is coming. Oh, that's going to be so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's called Citizen Sleuth and it's on Friday. Um, I think that's the, maybe the ninth, um, or 10th, I can't remember the day. I think it's the 9th. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, that should be a really great um, yeah. screening. Yeah, and it hopefully will attract a lot of younger audiences too because really true crime is huge right now. Right, that's exactly what I thought. And she is amazing. Oh. She's just such a talker. It's great. <laughs> well, she better be. She's on a it, podcast. <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly. Well, that's great. Um, Catherine, have we, have we covered everything? Is there anything else we should highlight No, I think that's good. I mean, you know, all this information is available at filmpittsburgh.org and lots of different um, venues, range. Oh, I know there's one other thing I want to throw in here Mm -hmm. is that we are able to offer free parking to our patrons downtown. Oh, wow. That's amazing. That's incredible. Yeah. So at the satellites, um, you know, there is free parking at the Waterworks and at the Lindsay. I think there's street parking and some lots right around that theater. Um, I'm not sure. I think it might be free on the weekends or in the evenings. But downtown, 
downtown Pittsburgh, we have free parking for our guests. So you just um, make sure you bring your um, your ticket to our box office and make sure you go to our website to um, find the locations of our garages that are free. Gotcha. Wow, that's really I rare. I should take garage singular. <laughs> Theater Square Garage. Theater Square downtown. Garage right yeah. behind uh, where the public is. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, awesome. That's a that's a good location for downtown too and uh that's really rare to have free parking in downtown, so y'all better uh take advantage. <laughs> better make that parking lot full. Awesome. Well, Catherine, thank you so much for coming to talk with me today. It was a lovely, lovely chat. Oh, thanks so much. It's my pleasure. This Voice of the Arts podcast is made possible thanks to the Carnegie Museum of Art.